A partnership can't survive if only one party is making an effort. A one-person partnership is just that, one person. On today's case, Ms. Jones says she feels like she's in a partnership of one. She says that for the past eight years, she's been forced to take care of everything alone because when she doesn't, they end up either evicted or in debt. Ms. Jones says that while Ms. Prim can't find time to manage their business, she's found more than enough time to cheat on her, and that has Ms. Jones seeing red. Ms. Prim says she hasn't done one thing wrong, and she's tired of seeing her partner's accusing finger pointed in her direction. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Jones versus Prim. Thank you very much. Ms. Jones, you're here in court today because you say you are tired of being disrespected and deceived by the person you trust and love unconditionally. Yes, Your Honor. And Ms. Prim, you say you're tired of your girlfriend playing the victim and you are here to finally speak your truth. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, so we are going to figure out how you all have been together for eight years but ended up here in my courtroom. Ms. Jones, why don't you start? Why are we here? Your Honor, we are here today because Miss Prim is a liar. Mm. She's very responsible. She's even gone as far as to costing us our livelihood. On top of that, I would not be surprised if she was cheating. I've been suspicious of that for some time now. It sounds like a whole lot of stuff is on your list of what's been going wrong with the yes. relationship. Yes, Your Honor. So I'll then turn to Miss Prim. Miss Prim, what say you to the accusations that this relationship has changed because of your behavior? It's just a lot of accusations, you know. It's supposed to be a partnership, but I feel like it's more of she's my parent and I'm a child trying to figure things out. So I'm going to take you back for a little bit. You met in 2014. Tell me how you met, Ms. Jones. We met at a strip club. I'm a rapper, so I make my rounds. She was dancing at the time. I walked in, we locked eyes. It was a moment. However, we had a mutual friend that was there who told me she had a crush on me. So when she came off of her set, I pursued, and we've kind of been inseparable ever since, like eight years. Mm-hmm. But so you kind of got a little Missy Elliott vibe to you. I'm feeling <laughs> you. You got a little Alicia Keys, Captain, little look. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm feeling you both on this. So you all thought to yourself, maybe this is a good match. And for eight years, you've been trying to make it work. So help me to understand, you start telling me you think she's cheating? Why don't we start with that? Yes, her profession is dancing. I've never had a problem with that. I'm well, you can't have a problem with it because right. you met her when she was dancing. Exactly. I'm an entertainer, too. That's what we do. However, this one time in particular, I go to the club to support her. She didn't know I was coming. I get there. She's with one of her regulars, which is fine. However, they're cheek-to-cheek. Nose to nose. It's just giving a bit much. In a strip club, as we should be. I go to strip clubs regularly. Okay. I'm not cheek to cheek with anyone. There. But wait a minute, hold up now, because we, we need to be real about what these professions are. As a rapper, you're probably out very late at night sometime. Right. You're going to do gigs, and Miss Prim has to trust that, that you, you, with whatever groupies there are, you know how 
to toe the line and you put boundaries in. Ms. Prim has to agree to that. So now I have to turn it back over here. I don't frequent strip clubs, but everything I know about the strip club is the only way she makes money is if she's friendly with the clients. And she has to know where her boundaries are so she doesn't Thank violate you. the law. And, and, and what are those boundaries so that we're all very clear? I do lap dances, yes. Maybe five... That's $20 a lap dance, so I can make 300 to $1,000 a night just alone from lap dances. If you come in accusing me all the time of cheating, how am I supposed to make my money? I how am I supposed to... I accuse you all the time. When I... Uh, after she realized I was there, which was after the lap dance was over, which was when they came out holding hands, exchanging phone numbers, and a kiss was exchanged. There was no kiss exchange. I waited till we got home to bring the issue up because it shouldn't have happened. You have to have boundaries. Who was this person, and is this person a threat in your relationship? That's all I need to know. No, not at all. He's just someone that comes to the club, and for me, giving him my number, now if there's no customers, I can call him up and be like, come to the you club. You can do that same thing on your social media? No. But Miss Miss, Miss Jones, if... here's my question. If you don't have any proof that Miss Prim crossed the line, why would you say she was cheating by simply engaging in a more familiar way with one of her clients? What did she do to make you say she was cheating with this person? Your Honor, this is consistent. I can tell you another time when okay. we were at the grocery store. <laughs> She's talking to a girl. I come over, not because she's talking to the girl, but because I have to put the groceries in my hand in the cart, and I'm there. She doesn't even introduce me. They continue their conversation. I introduce myself. How you doing? I'm Pearl. And at the end of the conversation, the girl says, hey, why don't we exchange numbers? And she's just like, oh, absolutely. Still didn't introduce me to the girl as her girlfriend. Still exchanged numbers with this girl right in front of me. Of course, I waited for the girl to leave. I questioned her, like, what was the exchange of the number for it? Because that is a... I don't get why everyone... She doesn't like you giving your phone number. I've known this girl for years. Mind you, when and I've been with her for me, eight years and never heard about this girl. She first told me the situation. I didn't even remember what she was talking about. Because she does it so often. Because I'm a friendly person. You do it often. We talk every. We can we can solve this really 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 quickly. Miss Prim, your girlfriend does not like it when you exchange numbers with people that she doesn't know. She doesn't like it. Basically, that's really what the bottom line is. I don't know what you have done or said in the past that has made Ms. Jones feel like there's always something nefarious going on. But if I know, if I'm in a partnership in a relationship, Robert, correct me if I'm wrong, if I know there's something that I do on a regular basis that irritates my partner, I try everything in my power not to do it again. That's just me. It's a trigger. That's the best way to put it. If I know it can trigger a whole rigmarole... I can avoid it very easily. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You establish what your triggers are, mm -hmm. and then you purposefully try to avoid the triggers unless somebody's trying to push somebody's button. Right. Then we get to, are we doing it on purpose? Ms. Prem, you tell me. Is it something that you do on purpose? No, it's definitely not anything that I do on purpose. You know? Okay. She Just physically give me a followed me to the club I'm working at and argues with security, argues with a customer I'm with. So at that point, now I'm losing a customer, I'm losing a job, so I'm losing money. And a money. girlfriend that you, you, you don't add, you don't care about that part, right? We're both in the industry where we meet a lot of people, you know, me being a dancer, a bartender, mm -hmm. and her being a rapper, you know, we have to be friendly. Yes. You know, 
especially in that industry. You know, you never know when somebody's going to introduce you to somebody and, you know, things like that. So right. for me, exchanging numbers, it's never about trying to cheat or being in situations like that. It's for business purposes. It's never like, oh, yeah, let like me just... Everybody doesn't need to have access to you. Okay, but Ms. Jones, now we'll turn to you. Ms. Prim and I have come up with a way that we're going to avoid triggers, but you can't have a hair trigger anger button either. Right. If Ms. Prim is saying that that's the way she does business, you have to be respectful of the way she does business. She's Your respectful honor. of the way you do business. Because suppose she doesn't want everybody to have your email address. Relationships are a negotiation. I agree. All the time. 1,000%. Okay? And so if Ms. Prim is just saying, this is the way I do business, if you establish that there's trust in the relationship, mm -hmm. then you have to actually act on that trust. That's how relationships work. I totally understand, but she's lost a lot of my trust. We went in business together. We had a t-shirt and hat company. We had an actual store and we went 50-50 in on this. So we make accommodations as you do in relationship and in business. This particular time, I was out of town for four months. When I returned, we had an eviction notice on the store. The store was literally undergoing renovations, so no one was there. And when I returned, it looked like the place wasn't even swept. She didn't even go to collect the mail. She didn't go to do anything. So, so let's just ask some real tough questions. And I did bring proof. Okay. Oh, I see the notice to tenant. The purpose of the attached complaint is to permanently remove you and your belongings from the premises, better known as get out. That's an eviction notice. That's an ev if you have a 50-50 business, obviously you have to sit down and talk about how the business is going to run. Right. So what was the agreement while the four months were going on? Who was supposed to be paying the rent? So we both agree to pay the rent. We speak every day. So if there was any issues in paying rent, I should have been communicated with. Okay, but so for four months, did nobody pay the rent? So if you look there on the eviction notice, two months went unpaid. Ms. Prim, why did you all get evicted? The last two months, they weren't being paid. Would you agree that you dropped the ball? I can say that. <laughs> I mean... It took us to stand in front of your... For... You dropped the ball. I did. Did you have a conversation, the two of you, about what mistakes were made? And yes, you... we did. Okay. We did. And did you acknowledge at that time that you dropped the ball? I did. Not. Yes, I did. Pinocchio, please. Yes, I did. Why, why, why is there such contention in because here? She's because she's not... Overbearing. No, she's not overbearing. at all. She's always so nonchalant. Like, she know not what she do. You know exactly what you're doing. We speak every single day. There was no reason why I was not unaware that she didn't pay the rent. So, Ms. Jones, it's very clear to me that business partnership was probably not a good idea. At, can I just address her directly? Absolutely. This is your safe spot. I can't see myself with anybody else. And I don't want to, um... I just want to ask you a question. Bye. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Ms. Prim, it sounds like she simply doesn't trust you. What is that about? It's my profession. You know, obviously, 
meeting me there didn't change, you know, the fact, but I'm still doing it. I'm not just dancing, I'm bartending. I have a lot of stuff that I'm doing. There's a, a time where she physically followed me to the club that I'm working at. Are you serious? She Just physically me followed me to the club I'm working at and argues with security, argues with a customer I'm with. So at that point, now I'm losing a customer, I'm losing a job, so I'm losing money. And a money. girlfriend that you, you, you don't add, you don't care about that part, right? But wait a minute, Ms. Jones, this is something that happens quite often in the courtroom, that one person in the partnership will be so annoyed by behavior of their other partner that they'll show up at their place of business and wild out or turn up. Isn't that the phrase we've been learning, Robert? <laughs> turn up. And the person who actually wilded out or turned up regrets it at the end because their partner can lose their livelihood. Um, why'd you go to her job that day? Well, I just wanted to see her, support her. It wasn't even that. She didn't need it that. A... I'm talking about. I'm exactly. talking about that particular day. Was there? Was no, there, there was something no that was going on. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it a big deal? I didn't know. There was another time where I was sleeping and I woke up going through my phone, trying to find my social media account. I do have a different social media account where I promote what I do for a living. Absolutely. And it was gone. Did. It was gone. So I physically I had to hit them, like, email them. I went through a whole process to get that back because me, I have followers that come, you know, to my job. I'm not cheating. I'm not doing anything. It's a job that pays for everything that we do half the time. So for me to have that deleted, now I have to go through a process with getting it... You got your account right back. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, it's an invasion of privacy. Let's start with that. We have each other's Instagram uh, and But I can guarantee page. you, you both don't have each other's permission to delete it. I deleted it because I was out at lunch with a mutual friend of both of ours, mm -hmm. and she was like, how do you feel about her account? on this particular page that I knew nothing about. And who was this messy Bessie all up in y'all's business? Well, she's my family member, but But she was friends. still messy Bessie because Very anybody messy. that starts out a conversation like that already has an answer in their mind on and what they expect to hear. I agree, and I also assume that she thought I knew already because everybody else knew. Well, However, we sleep together at night, and I don't know, you, you're doing soft porn on the internet now? One thing, you're in the club, now they can go on the internet and find you there, too. Well, you, you could have been a foot model. There's feet models that make the same amount. I know, but Miss Jones, here's the deal. First of all, folk need to stay out of other folk business. You don't allow people to start stuff up in your business because don't nobody know what's going on in your house. I really despise when family members and so-called friends start to put their set of values on other couples' relationship. I know people who've been married for 40 years, sleep in completely different rooms, but will stab you in the heart if you say something about their partner. Because mm -hmm. that's their partner. Right. That's their relationship. You don't get to be a part of that relationship. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you all have to figure out what your relationship is. And when somebody is trying to be messy Bessie, the first thing you're supposed to do is, I'll talk to my, I'll talk to my lady about that when I get home. That's it. That's called having her back. And even if you really want to get in her face when you get home, that's a discussion that you have with her. That's just the way real relationships work. I swear to you, if I do nothing else from this bench, is to give you the benefit of long time having made mistakes. I make mistakes all the time, but I have learned that if you allow people to be in your business, 
You'll be the one standing there at the end of the day by your daggone self. Um... I think I hit a nerve, because you know. <laughs> Can I just address her directly? Absolutely. This is the, your safe spot. Look. <laughs> I get it. We're here, and we have our issues. But I feel like we would not be here if you didn't really care. Like, I love you. Like, <laughs> I can't see myself with anybody else. And I don't want to... <laughs> Um, I just want to ask you a question. Babe, no, before. <laughs> um, I met someone. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I met someone. What? Whoa. Okay, what? elaborate. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like... Eight years, you know, if it's not working, then I feel like we need to move on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You couldn't tell me that before we came here? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't even... I don't think you are, like, seriously. I don't even... Yeah. Ladies. (laughs) Ladies. Like, eight weeks, you serious? Ladies, relationships change. You've had eight years, some really great ones, and some not so great. I want you to remember the great right now, because I know how you're feeling. I know you feel like you put your heart out there, and it was just broken. But you and I probably would agree it hasn't been working for a minute. I'm sorry that this is the way this went down. I think you probably both are really wonderful ladies, and you both deserve to be happy. Thank you. Today is always it's going to be a bad day. You're not going to feel good about this. And guess what? You don't have to pretend you do. Right. It's okay. She could have just said that before we came all this way. Miss Prim. Selfish. You all are going to have to figure out if in some way the friendship will survive it. It's going to take a bit. I want you to be as good as you can be for yourself. Put on them big girl draws, girl. Right? Right. And you be as happy as you can be. But in the next relationship, you all try to find ways of communicating whatever new relationship you have. And please treat each other with respect and dignity. Thank you, Your Honor. I wish you the best. Thank you. you. I wish it had ended in a way that would have given you both dignity, but more importantly, I'm glad it ends in a way that you can walk out with your head high. Both of you. Good luck, ladies. Boy, Robert, that was heartbreaking. I could hear a pin drop. It's certainly tough to pull the bandage off in front of a third party. Right. But I'm glad that uh, we had the opportunity to just chat Mm -hmm. to make sure that both ladies feel like they can walk away from this with some dignity. It's unfortunate that she was going to propose. And it's unfortunate that she needed to tell her. Right. Because the last thing she wanted to do was accept a proposal and then tell her. Exactly. That's called a rock and a hard place. Mm Mm-hmm. Wish them the best. So do I.